You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. They have literally thousands of low-priced goods with their house brand, 365 by Whole Foods Market, while at happy prices, limited-time seasonal flavors, and all the quality you expect, like no high-fructose corn syrup or over 300 other ingredients banned from all the food they sell. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Grammar Girl here. Last week in part one, we learned about cool linguistic stuff such as morphemes and affixes and decided that the way whole is splitting up another in a whole nother looks a lot like loose definitions of tamisas or infixing. But in fact, it's not those things. It turns out that what matters here is the history and status of the word another. Merriam-Webster says another is an adjective, but linguists make a finer distinction than traditional grammar does, in that some adjectives, the ones that aren't very content-full, and are instead more functional, are given the more specific label determiner. Determiners introduce nouns and include articles like the and possessive adjectives like my. But they do not describe nouns the way true content adjectives do. Think of adjectives such as green or nice. Nouns are content words too, rich with semantic meaning such as apple or sunset whereas prepositions are function words in that prepositions like of are extremely difficult to define. So another is certainly a determiner. It introduces nouns, as in another apple, but doesn't modify them like the true adjective ripe in the ripe apple. Next, what do we use another to express? We could summarize it as indicating a second one or an additional one. Notice that any context calling for that's a whole nother thing requires some original thing being contrasted with the new thing. So why can't we just say that people have been pseudo-infixing the word whole into the word another? Well, let's start with linguist James McMillan's brief assessment of a whole nother as being meta-analysis, not infixation, back in 1970, in which he cited examples dating back to 1958 Meta-analysis, also spelled incidentally meta-analysis, or called rebracketing, is the idea that word boundaries, where one word ends and the next begins, can change or shift over time. It's also a concept that we described in the article How a Napron Became an Apron. Macmillan's argument in favor of a whole nother not being in fixation is that with the whole there, the an in another is movable. Another argument in favor of calling the a whole nother phenomenon rebracketing instead of infixing is the fact that it's an isolated case, not a pattern that can be applied to many words, and that's true of most cases of rebracketing. We don't insert whole into other host words. Infixing, on the other hand, is usually what linguists refer to as a productive process. 
Notice how freely we can infix expletives into all sorts of host words, as in a la frickin' Bama, as long as we follow the syllable rule we talked about last week, and remember how I-Z inserting works the same way. These individual cases of rebracketing can also occur as temporary errors. The funniest ones are usually produced by children who can't read yet and haven't learned to spell, and some of the more well-known ones include thinking that Pulitzer Prize is pullet surprise, or replying to the order behave with I am being have. So aside from a whole nother being an isolated case, how else do we know that another is getting rebracketed? Well, in a more general sense, although another appears to be a single word, it also looks suspiciously like a fused form that may at one point have been two words, an, other. So we hypothesize that at some point in the past, writing conventions were to spell another as two words, an other. Over time, reanalysis of the word boundary, probably because speakers seldom put anything between an and other, led to spelling conventions changing. Intuitively, we all agree that an and other are both real words that we use elsewhere all the time. Also, another can only be used to introduce singular nouns. We can't say another girl's which means that there's an indefinite article field to the an in another. Another way of saying this is that the an inside another still has the meaning and function of a separate indefinite article, an. And guess what? The Oxford English Dictionary confirms this suspicion that another was technically two words in the recent past. They report that originally the an was separate from the other, and at different times it was found both with the a separate from another, and even less often as two words with no an at all, like a other. They also confirm that another can be summarized as meaning a second one, a remaining one, or a different one. This means that although we spell another as a single determiner, the phrase another friend, determiner and noun, could theoretically and accurately be reanalyzed in terms of its meaning, as a three-word sequence, an, other, friend, determiner, adjective, noun, parallel to the three-word sequence, an, intellectual, friend. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. 
Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. How did these word boundary changes happen? Well, word boundaries are fascinating because acoustically, human speech is a continuous stream of sound, and the spaces that we hear between words are an illusion. For most of human language history, there were no writing systems, which partly explains why children learn to speak and understand language at a very early age, quickly and effortlessly by mere exposure, but yet must laboriously learn to read and write in school over a period of many years. The point here is that word boundaries aren't always as natural, obvious, or easy to define as you might imagine. For example, as we add new words to the lexicon, especially compound words like website, we often start out spelling them with a space, web, site. And then over a short time, we reanalyze them as a single compound word with no space. But underlyingly, is it one word or two? How do we really know? Really, we don't. We just go by the convention. In fact, studies have shown that very young children who can't yet read or spell often analyze word chunks like an apple or the monkey as a single word. Why? Well, primarily because articles like an and the are determiners, which are those function words, and they come before apple and monkey, which are those content words. If asked to provide a word, any word, you're not likely to think of saying a function word like the. So these function words like the and an that don't provide true meaning but do serve a grammatical function and usually appear right before content words are likely to be involved in the shifting of word boundaries and spelling conventions over time. Another fascinating aspect is the fact that nearly all cases of nother are spoken out loud, right? Can you imagine typing out nether, even in an informal email? So the fact that we almost always hear the phenomenon a whole nother makes a lot of sense because that's how it managed to override our spelling conventions. Now we understand the phenomenon behind a whole nother, but we should also know how exactly it occurred in this particular case. Why not just say a whole other thing? Well, probably because speakers wish to express a specific nuance. A speaker references something and then references an additional thing with the expression another thing, but wants to add the notion of whole or separate to it to emphasize the complete separateness of thing too. On the blog English Stack Exchange, SimWord commented, quote, I want to emphasize another, so I add whole into the phrase, unquote. He wants to emphasize the addition feel of it, and getting rid of the an wouldn't allow such emphasis. Why reanalyze the a to an? Simward continues, quote, whole, starting with a consonant, takes the article a, leaving over nother to complete the phrase, 
unquote. Seymour is absolutely correct. Whole begins with the consonant H, which makes speakers need to put whole after the A, not after the N. Yet not feel right saying a whole other thing as much, because losing the N loses the emphasis on an additional one or a different one that's encoded in the word another. So it looks like speakers don't quite infix whole into another. They feel like they are in fact uttering three separate words to introduce thing. And in a way, they are. Because whole is serving as an adverb, meaning entirely. A whole nother thing is a bit like the word sequence a very different dress. Determiner, adverb, adjective, noun. A very different dress. Last but not least, why don't people feel inclined to put the whole somewhere else? Like, another whole thing. The answer is a difference in semantic scope. Another whole pie means a second pie in its entirety, right? Whole is an adjective modifying pie. But a whole nother pie, or the more correct yet less emphatically satisfying a whole other pie, means an entirely different one, in type or flavor perhaps. And whole is an adverb modifying the adjective other. More important, when we use a whole nother to introduce a non-count noun, as in a whole nother idea, we really can't say another whole idea, because another would apply to whole idea, which speakers don't want. Whole, again, when used as an adverb, meaning entirely, can't modify the noun idea. What the speaker wants is for whole to apply to the another and to the idea as an adverb. As you can see, another whole thing just doesn't have the same exact meaning as a whole nother thing. It's still true that a whole lot of people dislike a whole nother, and many avoid it. But we hope that if you're one of those people, you now at least have an answer to the question of why people do it, and maybe even find it fascinating. Sayel Graves has a master's degree in linguistics and is a linguistics index editor for the International Bibliography of the Modern Language Association. You can find her social media accounts by googling Sayel Graves. That's S-Y-E-L-L-E-G-R-A-V-E-S. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find hundreds of other great articles on my site, quickanddirtytips.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at capella.edu.